Welcome back to another episode. Today, we got so many things to talk about off one game. The shoe. Should college players be getting paid? What should Duke do? Should they play him if he comes back? Or should they wait to the tournament? LeBron James saying he has to go Super Saiyan now to get the Lakers in the playoffs. Is it a waste of time? All that and more on the Seed Through It podcast. So first thing first, we're going to talk about some comments that's being made around the NBA league. LeBron James with his comments. Kyrie Irving seeing like he's very irritated about the video that's uh, going around with him talking to KD and his fingers showing too. Um, let's first, let's talk about uh, LeBron James' comments. He's going to have to get into playoff mode now. I don't think he should. Here's the here's the reason why I don't think he should. One, they have to – T-Mac on the NBA jump with um, Rachel Nichols said the magic number is 18. I think the number is 20. The magic number is 20. You don't want to get into that A spot and then play Golden State right off the bat. You want to at least try to get 20 and hope the 7th and 8th do a little tumbling and then you can slip into that 7th spot. You don't want Golden State in the first round with that team that you're playing with. No experience, mentally weak, going against the Golden State Warriors, defending champions. Who about they're ready to flip that switch? You can say their team chemistry might be on the bubble, but it's championship, it's playoff time. They're going to flip that switch and they're going to be in game mode. I don't think he should engage his playoff switch. And if he does, he needs to be shooting for the seventh spot. Because I can see them getting in the first, getting in that round against Golden State and going home in four. The series will end in L.A. Oakland <laughs> would have beaten an L.A. team. Golden State would have beaten an L.A. team in L.A. That would just fuel things. In the offseason, like the talks, Golden State's better than L.A. Golden State runs California. <laughs> you don't want that. I would say, I mean, go ahead and pack it in. Just let it be what it is. The season is over. Do you really want it to end in L.A.? On your court? In an embarrassment game? I think he should just... If he's going to go for it, then like I said, it should be going for that seventh spot. He does not want Golden State in the first in the first round. How much energy he's going to have to use and then play Golden State. He's going to have to play defense. He, he's not going to be able to take series off a little breaks here and there. He's going to have to play defense. He's going to have to play defense. So... On that comment, I don't, I don't, I don't like it, and I don't think he should. I don't think he should try to get them into the playoffs. It is, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. 
Kyrie's comments. He doesn't like that he was recorded and it was posted to the internet. And um, he was at a, at practice and people were asking him questions about it. He said it doesn't make the league fun. And I can see where he's coming from. At first, when I watched the whole interview, I was like, well, we, what do you expect? But then after listening to what he, what he was saying about it, he was just talking to his best friend about whatever he was talking to him about. And he feels like it's ridiculous that someone took the opportunity to record it and then to put it in the internet and spread whatever they want to spread, say whatever they want to say. And now he's being questioned about what another person said that took the video. Like, let's think about that. How would you feel? You having a conversation with your wife, your girl, or whoever, family members, you having a conversation, someone's recording the conversation. They don't know what you're saying, but they post the video and say, well, are they talking about whatever? Is this what's happening? Bunch of assumptions and speculations. And then you get questioned about it. My first reaction is, it's none of their business what I'm talking about. I didn't invite them into the conversation, so I don't know why they're speculating what I'm talking about. I didn't give them permission to take that video, but since they did, I don't have to um, answer to that video. It's my personal business. It's my it's my business what the conversation is about. If I'm having this conversation and I'm on TV and there's a microphone and I'm talking to it and I'm talking to my best friend, then yes, question, line up the questions. We can speculate whatever. But if I'm talking to my best friend and you want to pull out your phone and one, you, you're taking a video and I don't know that you're taking a video, and then you post it to the internet, and then you write up all kinds of crazy things, and then expect me to to answer to those remarks that you made, that's outrageous. That is outrageous to think that these players have to answer to the things that is absurd, like answering questions about their private life. Well, it was done at an arena, so it's not private. Okay. <laughs> okay. We Okay. Because it was done at an arena makes it not private. So when you're out in public having a conversation with your family members and someone comes over, yeah, so what are you guys talking about? Is it still not private? Just because you're out in public or just because you're at the grocery store doesn't make it private? It's between that person and the person you're talking to that makes it private. If you didn't invite anyone into the conversation, there's no reason for that person to be recording it. But because there are two free agents coming up in the offseason, it's news. That's why the video was taken. That's why we have assumptions and speculations and false stories, fake news coming out. Because they're going to be free agents. So I understand why he's upset about the video and about him being questioned about someone else recording them having a conversation. They buddies. Come on, let these people live. 
their whole life is not basketball. They play basketball, yes. But they also, they also have personal lives. Again, if the conversation was in front of a microphone at, a pre- at the press conference table and they having that conversation, then yes, fire away with the questions. Line it up. But they're in the hallway just talking. Let that man be. Let that man be. So that's how I feel about the Kyrie and KD videotape and his comments. He was he was in his right to be mad about him having to question or him having to be questioned about his conversation with Kevin Durant. It's a free world. It's a free country. You can do that. He can do that. So when we come back, we're going we're gonna to talk about Duke, Zion, the shoe. We're going to talk about that. This is the See Through It podcast. So we're going to talk about Duke and the shoe and Zion. There's so many topics to talk about with this. The shoe being tearing apart. Should Zion play another minute at Duke? Should Duke play him if he's healthy to come back, say, next week? Or should they sit him till it's time for the tournament? Should he be getting paid? Should college... On schools, should they be paying the college athletes? So many different things to talk about. But first, we're gonna we're gonna start where it all started. What started all of this? And you know what started all of this? Nike. Nike's shoes falling apart on him. They have just now created a a, a war between all the shoe brands. Now, they all are jumping at the bit to sign Zion to to a shoe deal. Under Armour, Reeboks, Jordan Brand, Puma, New Balance, Adidas, even the the uh, the 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 Asian shoe brands—they're all gonna be wanting to sign him to a shoe deal. I'm pretty sure they're sending emails and notes, trying to contact his family members to tell them, "Hey, we got a shoe that's not gonna fall apart." Apparently, you can't trust Nike. They're not making good products. That's first. Because of that shoe, we have to talk about all these things. Have to talk about all these things. His shoe ripped, so he got injured. So now, because he's injured, now we got to discuss college paying their college athletes. Me, I think they should. I think they should pay the college athletes. For a long time, I was like, nah, I'm against that. For a long time, I was against that. Because they're getting getting free college. A lot of people would love to have free college. Colleges are expensive. But then I started looking at it. 
These colleges are making crazy money off these students. Making crazy money off these students. Like, think about that. How much a con- the TV contract deals that they're getting out of that. The sponsorship deals that they're getting. Yes, of course, the players are getting their, their Nike or their Adidas clothing to wear and all that. Maybe some shoes, but... Got to think, for the most part, most of these kids are coming from from um, towns and cities where their families are struggling. Most of these kids, I'm not, no matter of fact, I'm not going to say most. Some of these kids got kids that they're trying to take care, take care of. These kids got people that, that, that are looking up to them. Them leaving their home to come and play basketball has put a burden on the family to maybe that person was a big part in them. Um, maybe they played a big part at home, taking care of the family. And now they're gone. There's no money coming in. And the family's back at home struggling. That weighs on those kids' mind that there's that they have a roof over their head. They get in college. That weighs on those, on those kids' mind. That's why some of them do the things that they do, signing autographs and getting paid for it. And they send that money home. I'm not going to say all of them do that, but most of them do because they got families to take care of, to help take care of. These kids are not all these kids are well off. So here's what I propose. I propose that the big schools like the Power Five and maybe all Division One A's, Division One A schools can put a cap on it at a thousand dollars that's it but those that the thousand dollars goes to the players that are contributing like your starting lineup players and then you break it down from there on in because you can't say everyone's equal because it is not they're not equal you're like oh that's not fair well life's not fair that's life life is not fair you can't tell me the kid that's in that trigonometry class or whatever, blah, 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 is bringing in the same interest and the same amount of money to that school as Zion Williamson is doing for Duke right now. You can't tell me that. I understand it's not fair, but that's life. That's that society that we live in. Life is not fair. So you get on with it. That student is not going to be donating money to your school like some of these uh, athletes do after they get to the NFL or the NBA or major, uh, MLB. They donate money back to the school sometimes. How many of the regular students have done that or have been able to do that? Not many. Not many. So I would say put a cap on it. Put a cap on it. $1,000 for your, your for the athletes that are starting and that are making an impact. And then from there, you drop so that they have something. So every month, they're able to send some money home to their mom. They're able to help get diapers or food for their kids. 
You're like, well, it's not the school fault. They got kids. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Everyone make choices and they have to live with it. I I totally understand that. But when these schools are making millions and millions of dollars, these coaches are making millions and millions of dollars. Are you saying the player can't have just a little bit? A thousand dollars? They make more than that on the tickets. They make more than that on the tickets. The tickets for that Duke and North Carolina Carolina game was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Those players can be paid. They should be paid. They're they're interning to try to get into the NBA. Playing a game in college could ruin their career. Hurt their stock. Hurt their chances of making money. Hurt their chances of providing for their family. I know what you're thinking. Well, what's a thousand dollars gonna do? Um, it's not gonna do very much at all. Like I said, it's gonna it's gonna help them take care of their family. Be able to send money home when their family needs it. Be able to feed them when they're hungry. It's just giving them something. Just give them something. It's a little stipend. That's all it is. A little stipend, just a little something. Say, hey. Thank you for participating in our sports. Being a collegiate athlete, thank you for doing that. Here's a little something to just to help you along the way. That that's all it is. So, so we wrapped up the shoe. The shoe caused this conversation. This conversation was called because he he was injured. So now. That injury has now caused Duke to be at the crossroads. What do you do now? The rest of the schedule, they got five games left against subpar teams. But they do play North Carolina in North Carolina. If you're Mike, what's more important? Going to North Carolina and beating North Carolina? Or resting Zion to make sure he's ready for the tournament? Do you win the battle to lose the war? Or do you give up that little battle so you can win the war? And that's the tournament. To win the championship. Because you know he's going after this year. Do you try to maximize this team's talent to get him to the tournament? To win the championship? I, I think you let him rest. You let them rest. You sit these five games. Let them heal up because the tournament is coming. Do you play them in the ACC tournament? Ah, I I wouldn't. I would probably bring them on towards the end. I would bring them on towards the end so he can get in rhythm. He can knock some of that rust off. But I wouldn't play him for the. I wouldn't play him until it's time for the tournament. That's what I would do. What's more important? 
You have to you have to think about it. What's more important? Would that cause them to lose the number one seed? Maybe, maybe not. But you know what kind of team you got when Zion's on the floor. You know what kind of team you got when Zion's not on the floor. That's our next topic. Zion not being on the floor was huge for Duke. Was bigger for North Carolina. Because when he went down, the air went out of the balloon. It wasn't a pop explosion. No, no. It was a slow air. So A slow seeping seep of air just leaving the balloon. They was worried about Zion. North Carolina saw that. Their game plan changed. The game plan changed. They was attacking the paint. All their shots. I looked at the, th- the shot chart. They had maybe six shots from the outside in the first half. They were on the ends. They had, they had some other threes that were taken in and missing, but all their shots that they made came from the inside. Zion not being there, you have no defensive um, presence on the inside, no help on the weak side, no one to help rebound second chance points. He was big on that. He was big for them in the Virginia game. Big. Duke is not a three-point shooting team like they have been in the past. This team cannot get the threes up. I mean, they can put them up, but they're not dropping. They're not making them like that. This is not a good three-point shooting team. Cam Reddish looks average. R.J. Barrett, he can play, but he's not enough. They had a total of nine assists in that game. Nine. Jones had four assists and three turnovers. So he's plus one assist to turnover ratio. Plus one. Duke looked bad without Zion on the floor. He opens up so much. He gives you that. They, they got to worry about Barrett, but then they worried about Zion getting rebounds. The team, the 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 defensive, the defensively, the other teams are scrambling, trying to make sure they cover all their bases. When Zion on the floor, he makes things so easy. They were working for their shots last night. They shot thirty four percent. Shot thirty four percent. They had to work for those points. It could have got a lot worse for Duke in that game. It could have got a lot worse. And now that you see what that team looks like without Zion, it's in their best bet to let him rest, let him get back to 100% so they can win the championship, the big dance. Don't worry about the ACC championship, the tournament. Don't worry about that. This team should be good enough to beat Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. And who who's the other one? That's three. Can't remember the other the other team that they're playing, but they gotta play North Carolina. So maybe it's just four games. They're good enough to win at least three of those games. You let Zion rest, and you get him back for the big dance. Because that team needs him defensively. They need him rebound. They need him. Um, they need him to space the floor. They need him to space the floor, and he's a defensive anchor. 
He adds the fire to that team. He gets them fired up. He's the motor for that team. And if he's not running, that team's not going to run very well. So it's in, I, I think Mike knows that. And he's going to do, I think he's going to do the right thing. I think he's going to keep him out and then bring him along towards the end. Because the, the, the goal is to win the championship. Is to win the championship. That's the goal. Not to beat North Carolina or finish strong. It's to win the championship. That's what Duke does. Win championships. So, I, I, I don't see this any no other way if, if, if they don't rest Zion and let him just come towards the end. They need they because they definitely need him. They definitely need him. He he that team did not look good last night playing against North Carolina. So, just to recap, LeBron James should just rest. He should just rest also and get ready for next season. And Kyrie, let that man privacy. Let that man have privacy. Stop speculating. Let him have his privacy. Let him have his privacy. So, tomorrow, you know, it is the annual predictions of the AAF. Got some good games going on for Saturday. Sunday, NASCAR, Atlanta Speedway. So, make sure you tune in on Friday on the See Through It podcast. I'm your host, BMW Ninja. I will talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to the See Through It podcast. If you're looking to get in touch with me, follow me on Twitter at See Through It. Also, follow BMW Ninja Gaming at B Sales. And again, thank you for listening. And remember to see through it.